0: Come on. Let's get nuts. Let's do it. Oh, hit the wrong one right there. What's happening, everybody? Let's uh, take a break from all the humping you're doing today and uh, let's uh, talk some movie stuff, huh? movie nerdy stuff all that stuff on your hump day it is wednesday september 22nd 2021 that's right what's happening guys how we doing out there what's going on here we go let's go polo let's go and here we go eric what's going on ryan good to see you good to see you we got gangbusters here restore that snyderverse right 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 and wait for the Batmobile spin-off. we are talking about Bat wheels. Talk about that. Yeah. We're talking about everything that's spinning off of all the moodies that's happening out there. What's going on there, Jose? Sorry that the uh, you know Giants couldn't lose last night. That was exciting and stressful. Yeah. That was a stressful game, but it ended so great. There you go, Ryan. Saying David's right. There you go. We got Mr. Fear, Jason, right here. Let's hump together, darling. Let's get them nuts. We got Mr. Venom going on here. Yes, I saw something about that. I know. That's. I don't know. I don't know what to make of all that. I really don't. I really don't. You no. Know, me and him don't talk anymore. <laughs> What's going on, Mr. Ortiz? Good to see ya. Good to see you. We got Lane right here. What's up, buddy? What's up? Corpus Christi, yeah. What's going on, Pete? Doing. We got a lock zoo right here. We got a legend. Good to see you. Happy Wednesday, Stephen Tanner. Yes. Yeah, midweek. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Ah, no man, they can't stop winning. Just can't stop. Won't stop. That's right. I went to. It's uh, my alma mater right here, Hill Valley, nineteen eighty-five. You guys didn't know? I was that old. huh? Yo, what's going on, Mr. Lobo? Ah, uh, yeah. What's going on, James? James, what's up? Hope, yeah. You know what? Today was actually a pretty good day. Today was a Giants eviction from first place is inevitable. Well, why hasn't it happened yet? I mean, there's like a week and a half left. Is that when it's going to, I mean, pretty much, I mean, how often did the Dodgers actually were in first place this, this year? I would say the Giants have been in first place the most. Well, they're both going to the playoffs. That's all that matters. Ah, whatever, whatever, whatever yeah happy hump day what's going on to the chat all that stuff yeah there's a all kinds of stuff out there it's interesting stuff that's been all happening today i mean that's that's what i've been seeing that's what i've been noticing there's been some interesting things things people sent me stuff (laughs) it's just been one of those days where i was like all right let's talk about this let's talk about some leaks let's talk about warner max possibly coming back which is interesting that was uh I saw that on my uh I saw that on the, on the um on the timeline and then I was like all right I gotta confirm this and talk to some people see what happens and uh, you know we'll we'll talk about that of course that'll be the main topic but then then we're gonna talk about uh the flash set what's going on right there I tell you uh, some interesting things that were happening on a certain Instagram account that we'll talk about and then uh, Doctor Strange Spider Man I mean this. I don't know how stuff keeps on potentially leaking when it comes to that. Who knows? And then, of course, I watched What If today. And, uh, hmm, that's all I got to say is, hmm, who directed this episode? Did Taco? Okay, we'll talk about that at the end. We'll talk about that. I know, if there's leaks, right? Yeah, call the plumber. Ha, 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 ha. So funny, yeah. Good. Go see it. And, yes, no spoilers because... It's a good one of those movies. It was like, who do I root for here? So, so yeah, definitely enjoy yourself. Definitely enjoy yourself. See you there, Michael. See you there. Cool, cool. Good to see you guys. Oop, I have that. I don't have like a little. There we go. Get rid of that. It's all good. But uh, anyways, guys. Yeah. So we'll talk about some things today on the Wednesday show. I'm not seeing a movie this week because nothing's really coming out. I mean. It's not till the following weekend, then all of a sudden it's going to get crazy again. I mean, it almost seems like October is like summer blockbuster season if you look at it. And you're like, Jesus Christ, look at all these movies that are coming out. We got a Bond flick. We got a Venom flick. We got a Dune flick. And we got some money. We got a Halloween flick. We got a lot of things that are happening next month. And what was supposed to come out next month? The Batman. Man. Remember at one point it was going to come out right on my birthday. And I was like, oh, happy birthday to me. But sadly gotta wait gotta wait more gotta wait more for that and then of course we got dc fandom that's happening and then this weekend we have uh we have the uh we got the netflix little fandom event so that's going to be interesting too so so many movies so many oh free guys on pvod there you go i was wondering when i was going to get onto a a streaming service because i mean it's been kicking ass in the box office the pandemic box office mind you so yeah we'll see what happens with that so yeah watch free guy it's really it's it's enjoyable it's definitely big time enjoyable i really enjoyed it and uh really like it so anyways guys people filing in of course hey there she is hi mom there's mama film junkie everybody i know you, you need to get a you need to get a profile pic mom you need to get something in there put Callie on there or something i don't know do something and uh, I'm sure you love the fact that the the Giants won again last night. <laughs> Even though it was looking dire. It was not looking good for a bit there. I was like, man, these Padres are all of a sudden just like getting it back into them. And then all of a sudden, bam. Yeah, see, say it loud, say it proud. Say it loud. Love that movie. All right. Well, thank you guys for doing that. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed, as it says down there, which it hasn't been saying for like a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. Uh patreon if you want to support the patreon every little bit helps and then take part in the patreon stream and then i'd like to put as much as i can on there you know for what stuff i'm working on and, and and then of course we've got the film junkie closet two new shirts in there there's some more shirts that are going to be showing up in there as well so look forward to that that's right guys so all right we'll do all that do all that hopefully you guys are having a good day good week it's actually going to be nice to just you know not have to. I'm not going to go see a movie tomorrow, even though I love seeing a movie. I'm going to catch up on stuff. I know Doom Patrol is coming out. I need to catch up on Titans. Jeez, I need to catch up on a lot of things. What is that noise? I don't know. All right. There's some weird noises coming out from outside. Let's just ignore that. It's the plumber. No, I don't know. Could be. Very well could be. So, But it's going to be kind of nice to just kind of relax tomorrow and just catch up on some shows that I need to catch up on. I need to stop watching reruns of shows and watch the new stuff, man. Watch the new stuff. Uh, ask Stephen the next time he's on. We missed those by the minute podcasts. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, it's it's hard to record those. You know, both uh, Dice and Colbert—they are full-time fa- fathers too. So it's a lot to handle. It's definitely a lot to handle. So, but hey, I'll I'll bring that up. Probably bring, maybe I'll bring that up on on uh, on Friday he shows up. All right, let's go to the tweets. Let's see what happened in the Twitter world, guys. All right. Turn that off. All right, here we go. What's happening in the Twitter sphere today? All right, of course, we got that. Hey, look at this. We got a Galgadoza uh, Wonder Woman from BVS display statue from Iron Head Studio. Look at that thing. Oh, sexy. You gotta love that. Looking great. Looking absolutely fantastic. She's the last one I need for my uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League McFarlane toy. Well, I have the Dark Sides coming, but I need to get Steppenwolf too. So. And then, speaking of collectible cute little things right here, look at this Ghostbusters Afterlife. We're going to be getting some pops. We've got the Mini Puffed on fire. <laughs> Poor guy. He's got a sad look on his face, but he glows in the dark. And you get a shirt. So, Mini Stay Puffed happening definitely going to be getting these i'll be getting all the freaking uh ghostbusters afterlife pops and you knew that they were going to have the little you knew they were going to have the little uh the mini puffs right out there right because those things are adorable but you know well, it seemed like in that little promo with Paul Rudd, they were all just happy. None of them were, like, sad or anything. And then speaking of that, this is the second poster that came out today for Ghostbusters Afterlife. There's another one that came out. I like the other one a little bit better. This one's cool, too, though, you know. Got the uh, the group right here, the young group with Paul Rudd holding a trap. I like it. I like it. But, yeah, I'll have the other one somewhere around here. And then uh, Dimitri right here. Uh, with all the talk about the rumor about Mr. Freeze showing up in Matt Reeves' trilogy, Batman. Yeah. Or in the next one, I should say. He made this poster right here, Heart of Ice, the Batman Heart of Ice. It'd be a cool little subtitle, but I, I don't think they'll, they would actually do that. But it would be, you know, they'll probably have maybe have something like that. If, in fact, he is going to be a main villain when it comes to the next one. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. All right. And we got this video right here, uh, Brandon Davis, comicbook.com. Uh, he asked Tom Hardy and, of course, Andy Serkis about the R rating, the rating for Venom, Let There Be Carnage, because a lot of us, of course, wanted it to be rated R because it's carnage. But in the CBM realm, it's, well, let's face facts. Only certain ones end up getting rated R, and sometimes that could hurt a CBM, which is... Lame, because we need that. We need we need a mix. We need a good variety. You need a diverse. We need some diverse content when it comes to the CBM world. It can't all just be PG-13. We need some kids shows and whatnot. Some thought I'm hearing something. Uh, we need kids shows, which I, again, I don't understand when adults are shitting on Super Pets and the cartoons and stuff. I'm like, just relax. It's not for you. But, you know, when it came to Venom, Let There Be Carnage, we were all hoping for we were all pretty much uh, hoping for uh, R for rating, but we weren't going to get it. We knew that. But this is what uh, Tom Hardy Circus had to say about this. Carnage is, is a very uh, visceral and, and violent character in comics, uh, oftentimes. Did you ever consider getting a bit more explicit or, or push to make it R rated at any point? 100% we, we considered it. it. With all of these symbiotes, you know, you consider it, you read the comic books, and it, it, it is the it is extreme. But that's not what we're here to do, you know. We're Why not? Here to make a movie, which, which, you know, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, there's a law, you know, and a, and a rule into creating a movie that's accessible to a lot of people, as well as that caters for everybody, including the the hardcore fans. So I I hope the hardcore fans at least take home. that They look at Carnage and go, Yeah, I recognise Carnage from the comic books. I'm happy with that. And yeah, no, we didn't yeah. bite everybody's head off, but we did stick a tongue down someone's throat, you know, like pretty, <laughs> and managed to come in at a level of rating, which is, you know, reputable, sort of the, the ground mark. go, <laughs> but also yeah, I can watch so. it too. You, know, you you leave things, to, you know, sometimes leaving things to the imagination is as powerful too. You That's true. We pushed right. it as far as we could possibly Feeling go, it but pretty, with yeah. some room to go, you know, in people's heads that character is pretty scary and you know the the the, the kind of the truth of where that character emanates from and and cletus cassidy as a character that that is 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 amplified through carnage is you know does a lot of the does a lot of the work so i think we i think we we certainly fulfill a lot of the essence of carnage a hundred percent a hundred percent well so there you go guys well so I like what they have to say about there because I like how Andy Serkis, especially being the one that's in the uh, director's chair, leave things to the imagination. It's like, yeah, when you hear things that are happening off screen, I mean, there's a way to do it. I think, I mean, we always talk about when there's like a horror element to a movie and like you make a movie PG-13. I mean, you can make a scary movie PG-13. It's been done before. Um, it's just all about how you approach the filmmaking. And like you said, I like what Andy Serkis had to say about that. It was like, yeah, leave some to the imagination. Have things happen off screen. I mean, I, 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 we already know that they're going to be pushing this thing to the limits. Push it to the limit. Yeah, to PG-13 limit. And I mean, Andy Serkis, of course, said that. And I, I just wonder how much he did have to pull back. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. But I think... I want to see what Andy Serkis has to do. I mean, I still wish it was going to be longer. Apparently, it is going to be longer than 90 minutes. It's going to be a little bit longer, just a tiny bit, not too much. But I just wish, I just really hope that we'll see what happens, I guess, in a couple weeks. But yeah, I mean, as much as we want R rating, hey, they did just say like, yeah, there's like a, you have to have it accessible to a wide variety of an audience when it comes to these movies. And yes, that could hurt it. But at the same time, they, they can also gain from it. So I guess we'll see what happens when it, when it comes to that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. I'm not expecting too much when it comes to a Venom movie. I think once they start getting into the MCU Spider-Man kind of world, that's when we're going to get a little bit more in-depth with it. I don't know. I mean, at the same time, it's like they're never going to do an R-rated Spidey movie. Maybe 10, 20 years from now, they'll do something like that. Cool. But we're not going to get that anytime soon. So why why go extreme when it comes to the villain unless you're going to do just a, a complete one off like the Joker, you know. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, that was going to be a complete one off. Just go ahead and just go buck wild. And I wish black labeled stuff. I wish they would actually do more of that. Like I, we we're talking about with the with Joker 2 being rumored to be greenlit already. I just wish they would take some of the more characters and do that. Have it be its own thing. But if it's going to be part of another world, yeah, it's not, going to, it's not going to be rated R, even though we would love it to be rated R and see some heads getting bitten off. But what can he do? What can he do? Hey, look at this old school image of uh, Zack Snyder and Gerard Butler right there. Aw, look at those young bucks. Look at those studly men in their fucking stubble. Yeah, that's right. Man, Butler, like, uh, he looks really young right there. Um, oh, wearing a bunch of necklaces. Yeah. I don't think he does that anymore. Speaking of Spider-Man, look at the the blue the blue men crew right here doing the puppeteering for the arms. Gotta love it. <laughs> it must be like I wonder how warm it is. I'm wondering wonder how warm it is in like those suits. Probably they probably breathe pretty well. I'd imagine. And there's a Batman. Look at that side profile. Look at that chin. Look at that chin. Yeah, we got our first look of uh, Ben Affleck in the Tender Bar. He plays a bartender, directed by George Clooney. It's going to be out uh, in theaters uh, December 17th, and then it'll be on Amazon Prime a month, a little less than a month later. So, yep, there you go, playing a bartender And What's-His-Name-Ty Sheridan. Going to be in it, too. Going to be interesting to see that movie. I'll definitely be checking it out. And then check it out, guys. 32 years ago today, one of the best sitcoms ever came out. (music) <music> okay, copyright. Um. Yes, Family Matters came out 32 years ago. It premiered 32 years ago in 1989. Yeah, you guys know I, I, I did a rewatch on Hulu. And uh, yeah, it was Family Matters. And then it slowly turned into the Urkel show. <laughs> It definitely did, and I would say it was pretty strong for about four to five seasons, and then it just went off the reservation, and uh, yeah, it, it just got really ridiculous. It definitely got ridiculous, but hey, what could he do? It still went nine years, I believe, so still, one of my favorite sitcoms of all time right there. So, Grapple Gun Porn, there we go. Look at this Grapple Gun Porn right here, that's right. Gotta love it. Should have fit. I mean, Bale had some grapple gun porn, too. Hey, we got some Ghostbusters Afterlife toys right here. (laughs) This looks gross as hell. So apparently this this new ghost, I forgot what his name is. Does it say it on there? No. Apparently he's just going to throw up Slimer. I don't know. Or throw up slime. Who knows? But we got this. It looks gross. Maybe I'll pick it up. This, you know, whoever reviewed it is an avid Ghostbusters collector if you look behind there, right there. Yeah, looks pretty nasty. Looks pretty nasty. And speaking of Christian Bale, I don't care what anybody says. The Batman Begins suit is superior to the Dark Knight suit. He just looked like such a fucking beast in that. Even though he couldn't turn his head worth the shit and his neck, and it probably made his neck like hunch forward, I don't care. He still looked like a beast. And speaking of Batman that looked like beasts, this kid. Look at this kid right here. In the bat scene costume that's awesome you got rain on him this kid's going to be a star but yeah somebody made a little a little uh a little miniature uh, battinson right there what's going on andrew good to see ya. grabber ghost is that what it's called grabber ghost but i thought he had like a specific name like muncher or something like that yeah it's interesting this video is insane i don't know if you guys saw this this is like i don't know this is insane i don't know if you guys saw this with skydivers well a plane, a plane collided with uh, another plane, and then they all just booked it. Look at this video right here. Look at this. Bam! Collided with another plane. Explosion. Now everybody get the frick out of here. Yes. Get out of there. This video is insane. Look at that. Explosion. This is an action movie. Look at that. The plane's going down in flames. Luckily, it looks like everybody got out, which is good. But look at this. This is another angle right here. Collided with it, and then fireball. Damn. Absolutely crazy. This is a a Christopher Nolan found footage movie that's coming out. That's what his first movie is going to be before the Oppenheimer one. And that's exactly what it was. Insane. Tom Cruise, I know, right? Tom Cruise is like, you just gave me an idea. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just gave me an idea. I'm going to do a found footage movie, and it's, we're going to do something like that. Yeah, we're going to collide two planes together, and I'm going to jump out before it happens without a parachute. That's it. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. That's my terrible, uh, overly energized uh, Tom Cruise impression right there. So, of course, got some film junkie shots right there. 26 years ago today, this fucking movie came out. Seven crazy 26 years ago holy shit such a great movie such a fantastic movie even though yeah we all hate that guy now he was still he still he still was pretty i mean he was creepy in this so but uh man what's in the box crazy just absolutely crazy all right we got that oh yeah and then this happened today too you guys know I'm not a Harry Potter fan. So, I mean, I saw a bunch of people, of course, like going like, ooh, exciting. Because now you got the third and starting uh, Fantastic Beasts that's coming out April 15th. Fantastic Beasts and the uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. So, and then they, of course, did the little title sequence right here. So, yeah, I'm just, I just never got into it. Just never got into the Harry Potter world. I know, I know. Some people want my nerd card revoked because I just never got into it. But, you know, one of these days I will. And here's the first poster that uh, Jason Reitman posted today. This one is this one I like more. This one I like more than the other one. It's pretty damn cool. I dig it. I definitely dig it. Cannot wait to see this movie. Cannot wait. November 19th. So that's a cool poster. Yeah, breaking. Matthew McConaughey reflects. Uh, I love this. Matthew McConaughey reflects on making Christopher Nolan's Interstellar in a new interview. It was wild, man. Chris, he hates CG. And the like, so Anne Hathaway and I went through a wormhole. For real. It was like, whoa. and touch an alien, man. I tell you, I, it's crazy. There you go. And you're just getting all the impressions today. There's my terrible Matthew McConaughey. There you go. Yeah, that's right, Mr. Wade. Le- yeah, it's Lamonte Wade Jr. Man, coming in the clutch last night. Stressful, stressful, totally stressful. So, but those Giants gotta keep it up, man. Giants gotta keep it up. Ah, I keep forgetting to turn that off. All right, so there are the tweets, guys. Ah, we got Andre here. What's going on, buddy? Trump is the best. I know. I think. Well, I perfected my Trump impression. It's easy to do him. You just got to push the lips out and just, you know, uh, just do his mannerisms and just. Uh... Yeah. Melania, are you going to sleep with me tonight? Are you kidding? That woman hasn't touched him in years. I'm wondering when she's going to divorce him and write her book. <laughs> you always got to wonder about that. Anyway, let's talk about this main topic right here. Okay. Warner Max. So. Is Warner Max coming back? You know what, to be honest, guys, I've, I think I've said it before, too. I, I always liked the Warner Max name. I liked the Warner Max logo. I thought it was creative. It was simple, but yet creative. You had the W and the M, which essentially was just, you know, they created one part of it and then turned it upside down for Warner Max. And then they shaped it into the emblem of Warner Brothers. Whoever created that, whoever created that logo props simple yet just ah just chef's kiss to that but it disappeared probably because of toby or somebody uh didn't really want it and i always thought that all right so we saw that i remember when even before zack snyder's justice league came out we also we saw you know when Zach was doing the editing and we see properties at property of Warner Max. A lot of people, I did a video about it. It was like, all right, so what is this going to happen? Are they going to rebrand HBO Max? Because I always thought that HBO Max, I thought they should have changed it to Warner Max. So then people wouldn't have got confused. You know, some people still get confused. The general audience still gets confused. HBO, I got that already. Oh, wait, it's HBO Max. I have HBO Go. What the hell? You know? But at the same time, you know, I think people forget what HBO actually stands for is home box office, which kind of makes sense, too. But, you know, you got an acronym and then it's like, well, I'll just call it Warner Max because use that Warner label, use that iconic name, you know, even though, uh, yeah, in the past couple of years, it's not been so iconic. But still, it has been in the past. So with David Zaslav kind of talking about the strategy of the the streaming that they plan on doing when it comes to the merger. I mean, why not bring that back? That could be maybe he saw the name, saw the logo and was like, hey, that's interesting. So and a lot of people are passing this around today. This uh, on the website right here where they filed where they filed for a trademark. So here it is right here. Okay, so a lot of people are passing this around from uh, USPTO.report. So uh, WM, Warner Max, Warner Brothers Entertainment, Inc. And then it's talking about the trademarks right here. And it said, application was filed on the 9th of this month. Trademark application details. The mark consists of the stylized letters, WM, which again, it's just a beautiful, simple logo. It really is. Forming the the shield and the word Warner Max underneath in a stylized lowercase letters. So there you go. So mark right here, trademark registration is intended to cover the categories of entertainment services in the nature of live action, comedy, drama, animated, and reality television series production of live uh, action, all that, say all that again, whatever. And then, of course, it says the application's in progress. you got the serial number right here. It's in progress where I thought it's all, yeah. Uh, let's see, status on 922. The trademark application has been accepted by office, has met the minimum filing requirements, and has not yet been assigned to an examiner, right here. So, this is what a lot of people were passing around today new application process, right here. So, 913. So, it's in the works right now. So, it's interesting. So, what does all this mean? Well, uh, Mr. Alex Lobo, who uh, was in the chat, I don't know if he's still there, he might be still there. I asked him about it because he knows about a lot of this stuff. He knows about uh, when it comes to the business, when it comes to copyright, he's uh, he's the guy to go to and uh, he he let me know what this very well could be. He actually tweeted at somebody too. Earlier today, I'm going to read his uh, I'm going to read his tweet right here, what he actually put, because, you know, I'm, I'm a big dum-dum when it comes to all this stuff. I just kind of go like, huh, so that what's happened? What happened? You know, I, I, I just talk. I just talk. That's just me. I just talk and say uh, talk out of my ass. But this is what he had to say right here in the tweet. He said it's a one B." trademark filing, which means intent to use. Essentially, if you haven't used the mark in commerce, but have a good faith intention to use it in the future, you can file an application. In other words, once Warnermax is official, they file a 1A to gain an actual registration. So 1B, this is just a maybe intent to use. Doesn't mean they're going to immediately use it. Intent could mean after the merger. Hey, guess what? Maybe they will. Who knows? And then he followed it up by saying this could mean a few things, one of which is phasing back in Warner Max. It's common practice to file, a 1B, to file 1B applications if there's talk. However, once they're granted a notice of allowance, they would need to file a statement of use within six months of, or it's abandoned. So there you go. That's what he had to say right there. Like I said, smart dude, knows a lot about this stuff. So... Um, yeah. So basically it's, it's like a placeholder right now. That's, that's essentially what it is. It's a placeholder. It's not, we don't have to start freaking out about it right now. It's not like all of a sudden we're going to start seeing Warner max everywhere. Uh, but I think just after yesterday hearing what Zaslav had to say about the strategy, strategery of, um, of what they're going to be doing with, with streaming and Warner, and the Warner brothers brand, I think it would be smart because honestly, like I said at the beginning, Change it to Warner Max. I don't know if they're going to rebrand the whole service to Warner Max. Who knows? I think it would be smart just just to get rid of the HBO name. I don't know. Keep that somewhere else. I, I, I just kind of like it. The last time we actually saw Warner Max was, remember, I think it was the Hallelujah trailer. I think it was uh, the Hallelujah trailer. When it first came out, we had the Warner Max logo, and then all of a sudden it disappeared, and it went back to just the Warner Brothers logo. So... It's going to be interesting, but I would say, you know, it's still patience, patience. It is cool, though, that, you know, that maybe they intend on using it. So, you know, just a little bit of a placeholder. Nothing to freak out about. Of course, everybody's like, ah, it's happening. And we don't know if it's happening yet. There's a possibility that it's happening. That's that's pretty much all we could say about it. You know, with what Zaslov said yesterday in that article and then this today, it just kind of seems like, hey, maybe he likes that name that logo i like i said i think that logo is so simplistic but yet beautiful i was like yeah you guys did a good job on that why not why not keep that so that's pretty much what's happening when it comes to warner max and uh and and all that so but yeah i I think that was the last time we saw that was on the the hallelujah trailer last year at fandom i believe so i don't know if you guys can confirm that right i think that's when i think that's when we uh we saw that last but it was a beautiful thing but I think uh, I think uh, it was even uh, uh, written about that Toby was not a fan of it. Shocker. Is that guy a fan of anything? Is that guy a fan of anything? <laughs> was he not a fan of that logo? Not a fan of, like, certain movies? That guy is so out. <laughs> that guy is so out of here. When this merger happens, he's so out. I mean, how... Especially with Zaslov just looking at every little nook and cranny of the of what he's taking over and what he wants to do and everything, it's like Toby's shitting his pants. That's why that whole Netflix that article came out that possibly he might be going to Netflix. Motherfucker is out. He's out, and probably too. And again, I don't know when it comes to Walter. Who knows? Who knows with that guy, Cocksucker. But um, yeah. So that's that's what that's when it when it comes to all this. Right there, it's whatever. Don't like you know. Can't freak out about everything. We just got to be patient when it comes to a lot of stuff. I really hope that the Warner Max uh, brand does come back. I liked it. I dug it. I thought it was pretty cool. So I think uh, I think it definitely should come back. So yeah. Uh, do I think that he will go to Netflix? No. Netflix is gonna be like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you guys, we're <laughs> like, wait. We we have the director that you didn't want to work with. He didn't want to work with that guy. And now he's like making all kinds of shit for us. Why would we want you? Are you kidding me? Get out of here. Fuck. Fucking asshole. The balls on this guy. This guy's balls are so big he must have got the vaccine. Right? Am I right? <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. Anyways. So that's what I have to say about that. All right. Second topic. All right. Was Ben Affleck's Batman... Batmobile, I should say. Not his Batman. We know his Batman was on set. But was his Batmobile on set? We know the Batbike was there. Batcycle, whatever you want to call it. Batblade. I don't know. Some people have called it that, too. But So this is interesting as well. And this is, uh, like I said, if you guys aren't following the the Flash movie news on uh, on Twitter, you should because... They're pretty much on top of a lot of things. Flash film news, I should say. Good. I like the fact that they use film, right? We should use film for a lot more, a lot more. So I'm going to show what they tweeted out right here. So this was it right here. All right. So, well, pictures. Okay. So well, pictures, vehicles, LTD took down every photo relating to potential spoilers for the Flash movie. Here are the photos for reference. Talk amongst yourselves. So they've posted this before. Now, there's no, like, direct correlation. It's not like they posted from the set or anything like that. They just were like, hey, they, we're handling the vehicles, the vehicles on this movie. So, you know, posting this. And then there was a post of this. Obviously, this is not from, like, the set or anything like that. Because you can see right there, it says Hollywood Walk of Fame. Anyone recognize this interior? And obviously, when... Everybody saw it. They're like, yeah, that's Batflex. That's Batflex right there. They posted this. And then they posted, of course, Andy Muschietti, who posted, uh, you know, <laughs> possible red death, but probably not, you know. Now that we're, uh, you know, some, some scoopy pants out there, some scooper, scooper, pooper scoopers out there. Like, nah, nah, it's not that. It's not that. It's just evil, Barry. Which, yeah, could possibly be. It'd just be kind of cool if it was Red Death, anyways. So it's pretty—it's uh, pretty interesting. The fact that they were just like, "Up, oh, up! Oh, we got to get rid of it. Got to get rid of it. We can't post anything like that." But the fact that they posted—they have posted Keaton's Batmobile and Ben Affleck's Batmobile. Now, what's really interesting too, though, is we know that the Batmobile is definitely going to—is going to make an appearance in this movie. We saw—we saw the leaked stuff, the leaked, the leaked, the leaked set photos in the promo. So we know that, that the Keaton Batmobile is going to be in there, which is great. You know, I, that's, that's, come on. It's arguably, that's arguably one of the best. I mean, I love, I love the Batfleck one too, but I mean, when you look at that, you look at the Keaton Batmobile, I mean, that thing is just sexy as hell. It really is. Um, Batflex is just like, it, Batfleck, I always thought that, uh, Tetopolis did a good job of almost combining like the tumbler without the big wheels, but he made it like a fucking tank. And then it was just, you know, it, it's gritty. It's fucking gritty. You know, There's, it's a gritty Batmobile. The Keaton Batmobile is just sexy, man. It's just like, oh, look at that thing, man. I just want to stroke it. Anyways, um, I went there. So, yeah, we know that's going to be in there. But and a lot of us kind of thought that after we saw the bat cycle or whatever, we saw Batflex. We saw not really bad flick, but we saw them driving around in Gotham City, I guess you'd say. We kind of thought that maybe we're going to see some outside Keaton Batmobile action, but we never did. So that's always interesting. Like we never really saw unless they had a really like closed outside set that they did on which they could have. And it kind of makes you wonder, too, is like, did they have... The other Batmobile as well. I mean, oh, my God. Can you imagine that? Two Batmobiles? Ha! Huh, two of the best Batmobiles in my eyes? My top Batmobiles in a movie together? Ugh! Oh, God, I don't want to think about that right now. I'm going to get... Uh, I'm going to get... Uh, I'm going to have to sit down. I don't know if that's going to happen. Who knows? But it would just be like... Could you imagine that? Both those Batmobiles right there. So, oof, oof. That would just be... That's just uh, sending tingles, tingles all up and down my taint. Anyways, um, yeah, so it's just going to be, I, who knows? We'll take it with a grain of salt. This is just something that was, you know, people were kind of looking at too. Like I said, today, which is everybody just had their magnifying glasses out. Everybody was just, I don't know how people find this shit. I really don't know. I just like talking about it. I don't know how people find this stuff and figure it out, but it's just people are always out there looking for stuff. So... We'll see. But I'm just like, God, please get me both Batmobiles just right next to each other doing some cool shit. Because you never know, because apparently, you know, Ben Affleck has filmed all his stuff. And it was a week. Apparently it was like a week's worth of filming that he did. Now, a lot of people go, that's it. That's it. And I'm kind of going. You realize. The seventh part of Zack Snyder's Justice League, the epilogue was filmed in two weeks. That's because, you know, that required a lot of things. So a week, not too bad, and I think Ben Affleck's part in in the additional photography wasn't two weeks. Just saying, you could do a lot with footage from two weeks. Two weeks, or a week, I guess you could say. Yeah, just saying. I'm just saying. So a lot of people, when they sort of like, that's it, I'm like, that. you could do a lot. You could do a lot with that. You could definitely do a lot with that. I'm, I'm just like, I'm pretty sure he probably got in that bat, that bat suit. Uh, maybe he got behind the wheel of uh, that Batmobile again. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Oh, that'd be something just so good. it would be something so good. But time will tell. Time will tell. Set days are long, man. Set days are long. Yeah, you're talking about like fucking, you know, 13 to 18 hour days that they could be shooting and they could just did a lot of stuff, you know, and they're just implementing a lot of things, all on closed set, some green screen stuff. Hopefully, you know, I mean, hopefully it all just kind of just comes together. I'm just saying, I think there's going to be, I mean, the fact that when people are like, he's only going to be in it for five minutes, I'm like, they did a whole fucking scene of him on the bike. I mean, yeah, it wasn't Ben Affleck, but it was Ben Affleck's Batman that was on a bike that's going to be doing this chase sequence. Who knows if it's going to actually happen during the day. They might do that whole crazy thing where they just turn in the night and everybody just goes, oh, my God, I didn't even realize it like 1917. So I know I just hate when those people are like, It's it. it's it. It's like, come on. It's, I mean, yes, I get it that there's a lot of Batman in this movie, but it's still a flash movie. <laughs> Let's relax a little bit with that. That's it. But, you know, you know how people are. Jeez. I tell you what, that's it. Is that what your girlfriend said when you first pulled down your pants? Zing. Anyways. <laughs> Doctor Strange 2 leaks. All right, so <laughs> more stuff. I'm like, more stuff. This is stuff I can't even, I'm not even going to show you. And uh, I'll put a disclaimer out right now if you don't want to hear about stuff, about Spider-Man and Doctor Strange 2. Um... If you want to hear about it because you know it's not too much it's not too much anything but there was talks about like a certain mutant that was gonna be showing up in dr. strange 2 and we all had our guesses and apparently it's kind of been revealed it's already been kind of revealed who it is so if you don't want to hear about it I would just uh, I would say end the stream now you know take a break go get some dinner I don't know whatever Go feed your dog um, and whatever you want to do. But I'm just saying, like, if you don't want to hear about this, I would say end it right now. All right. So three, two, one. All right. I'm not going to show because who knows if it's legit or I mean, it's just funny. I, I got it sent to me a couple of few times. But um, um There's a couple of things. There was like this, uh, you know, there was a leaked image from Spider-Man No Way Home that first came out. The kind of reference that shows something that could be like, oh, is that Jamie Foxx and Alfred Molina in the background? And it it very much takes place in a temple-like setting or whatever the hell. So obviously Doctor Strange 2. Well, not Doctor Strange 2, but it's going to be a little bit of both. But the biggest thing, too, was... The fact of the matter. And then, of course, Willem Dafoe possibly could be there, too. Who knows? But the biggest thing here is apparently there's some previs. There's a previs shot that is uh, that is coming around that is going around that shows. Wow, some people did leave. They were like, fuck. I don't want to hear this. Um, Yeah, it went down like uh, 11 people. So there you go. See, that's good, though. That's why I gave that disclaimer right there. Um, But yes, it does show Charles Xavier right there sitting in a specialized chair not sure what exactly is going on with that so now the previs looks almost like a patrick stewart but not quite doesn't look like james mcavoy at all so that's interesting almost looks like they might i don't know what they plan on doing when it comes to uh bringing in the mutants and everything so But um, that's the image that was floating around and got sent to me a couple of few times. Who knows? Like I said, take everything with a grain of salt. Who knows? And that's apparently who Wanda is going to be fighting in the movie, which, man, that's going to be intense because I thought Magneto would be great. And it would be because they could make that correlation about father daughter kind of thing. But at the same time, you got two people with like telepathic kind of powers that are going to try to mind fuck each other. I mean, that's going to be pretty damn intense if that's going to be the case. Um, So I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. But, uh, yeah, take that with a grain of salt if that's actually real. And then, of course, the information. Well, the information's already kind of been out there. But uh, I just kind of wonder, like, okay, if they are going to if they do plan on doing this and they do bring Patrick Stewart back, See, I, I, I don't like it because just just because of the way that the way that Logan ended with, you know, the, the way the send off for Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman. It was just so perfect. It was just so perfect. That movie should have been nominated for fucking awards, Academy Awards, whatever. I thought that's, you know, I, I love Logan's my one of my all time favorite X-Men movies. And I was just like just the way that that. That he sent off to send off both of those characters after 18 years to have him come back. ah just kind of would just kind of cheapen it a little bit to me. But at the same time, who knows? Like, I'm not going to hate it if that's the case. But then at the same time, it's like, what if it's somebody new? What if it's a different version of that? It's almost like they can't do that. It would have to either be Stewart or McAvoy, you know? Just because that would add a little bit more hype to it, and I think they should just do McAvoy, because I think McAvoy does a good fucking Xavier, to be honest. So, and uh, let's face the the last two X Men movies just really didn't do it. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, Patrick Stewart is extremely old, but at the same time, does he look like he's old? He's aged gracefully, and he's you know he was always really good in that role. I don't know, but they should if they're gonna bring. If they're going to bring one of them back, bring McAvoy back. I think they should bring McAvoy back. But like I said, that previous does not look like McAvoy. It looks more like looks like Stewart. And we know that Kevin Feige and Stewart have actually had conversations. So I'm just kind of I just hey, I'm Patrick, please. We, we had your you had your send off with you. Let's just 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 let it be. You know, you came back as Picard. That's cool. I dig that. But just leave this. Leave this. I think you're good you did you did well and you and 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 the last two movies that you were involved with days of future past and of course logan were top tier fucking x-men films i think mcavoy needs a little bit he needs some more he needs a little bit more because the last apocalypse dark phoenix well yeah you know apocalypse i think dark phoenix may be a little bit better i don't know I don't know. But yeah, let's just hope that that's not the case. But well, I guess we'll see what happens. It's going to be uh, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. All right. And finally, let's, oh God, I messed up that one. Never mind. Well, I thought I wrote down everything. I guess not. I didn't type that in. But yeah, what if? Yeah, just gonna give me my because uh, every Wednesday, since that's when the new What If episode come out. I haven't watched Star Wars Visions yet. I do plan on watching that, and I'll give my reviews to those because I'm I hear good things. I hear great things about Star Wars Visions. But we have What If episode uh, episode two, uh, episode two, episode seven, which is What If Thor didn't have a brother. So this is basically okay. So if um, uh, if Odin didn't, if Odin gave back Loki to his actual family, as we you know, as we know that he's not, he's part of, I forgot what they're called. I forgot what that species is called. So what would happen to, to, to Thor? And all I have to say about this episode is, did Taka Waititi direct this? <laughs> this is, this is easily my least favorite episode of What If. Um, this was... It was just cheesy. It wasn't for me. Way too goofy, and it's just it was in line with where Thor is now. If you liked Ragnarok, you probably liked this one. Um, it was just kind of just went way far in the whole like, hey, he's a party animal guy now, and he's gonna show up on Earth and just throw parties. But that's gonna cause some bad shit to happen, and then Captain Marvel's gonna have to stop him. And I went, okay, cool. But I just I wasn't digging it. I wasn't digging it. The end was cool. I won't say what the end was, you know, but the end I thought was pretty cool. Like they, the way that it just kind of ended. I was like, oh, okay. But the whole time I went like, I don't know, just, yeah, all right. Not for me. Not for me. There's some cool things that happen in it. And it's just, it's, it's one of those, for having like some, some dark episodes, like they have been having, they had like three episodes where it was like people are just getting killed. It gets kind of dark. Yeah, they needed like a light episode. Totally get it. Totally get it. But this would be an episode that I would skip if I, I wouldn't go back and watch that. I, I just wasn't. I, It was a little too goofy, a little too Ferris Bueller. I don't know. It was like with Thor, you're, you're cleaning things up for your mom. OK, uh, it's just it just got a little too uh, a little too cringy, a little too cringy right there. So, yeah, so just that's just me, though. If you if you enjoyed it, great. And it looks like uh, some people out there did, and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, it's just it just wasn't for me after Habit, I was digging the whole darker vibe, and then this one went completely they're like, "All right, we got to have something not so dark," which I totally understand, but I was just like, "Now, I'm like, I was looking at the end, Taka, Taka, did he direct this? It's very Taka." Uh, yeah. But that's just what they're doing with Thor now. What I still find weird though is the fact that with the main players in this in this episode i still don't understand the logistics when it comes to the voice acting because everyone came back supplied the voices for their characters i mean yeah there's you know there's smaller ones that you know that that weren't there but i'm talking about the main people in this the essential avengers i guess you could say why brie larson wasn't voicing captain marvel i don't understand she's still making movies but yet brie larson didn't supply her voice on this chris chris hemsworth did natalie portman did you know kat dennings came back i mean I I, I I don't understand when it comes to what's happening with the whole voices and stuff like that so i don't know i don't know it was just that I, it's always that's one thing i want to like ask about and then we of course saw that little exchange a little awkward exchange when when uh dave batista said they'd never asked him to come back and do Dirac's, which you know, Drax does make an appearance in this in this uh, episode. And, you know, we know that it's not him. But, it, you know, he, he was it was like a one off kind of thing. It wasn't like he wasn't like part of the main story at all. But I just kind of wonder, like, why Brie Larson didn't. They don't want to pay him. Nah, I guess so. I, I, that, that doesn't make sense. She's like making Captain Marvel 2 right now. Miss Marvel or whatever the Marvels, whatever. The Sounds like a stupid fucking TV sitcom. But um, I just don't understand that. Uh, it's just interesting. It's just interesting. Yeah, but hey, you know, that's just what it is. To be honest, like, I like the first Thor. Um, I think it's great. Um, uh, Kenneth Barana directed that. I thought he did a fantastic job. When After you've watched all three Thors, and then you go back and watch that first Thor, you go, wow, this is actually pretty good, guys. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, they, uh, they were on to something right here. They were. You see this? Now I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I just remember, the only thing I remember from the new one is Hulk's ass. They show Hulk's ass in the new one. I mean, in in the fourth one, are they going to show his balls? They might. Are they going to show his balls? Jeez, I don't know if I want to see that. But, um, yeah, I just, I, I I don't like the direction they went. Was it smart? Yes. I've always said that. Smart because, essentially, Thor was like their more boring character when it came to when it comes to, like, the main Avengers, Thor was kind of, like, boring, I guess. And, you know, Thor Dark World was pretty horrible. And then Ragnarok, they went a different direction. And it worked for the most part. It did. It worked for the general audience. Didn't work for me. Didn't work for a lot of people. And that's perfectly fine. Uh, I, can, I can recognize that it was a smart move. But at the same time, I not have to like it. <laughs> and then this this episode very much showed that kind of where they took the character right there so ah yeah so not every movie now the first watch the first one again jose i guarantee you you might be you might appreciate it okay you might appreciate it just a little bit more you might you might you just might so anyways that's my thoughts on the what if episode about what if thor didn't have a brother or you know didn't have loki as a brother even though loki is still in this episode. And it's interesting what they do with him, too. Anyways. All right, then, guys. That's all the topics. So now let's uh, let's go to the Twitter questions. See what you guys have to say over here on the Twitter. Boop. All right. So there we go. All right. Boom, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Zaslav likes to wear there's a lot of images of uh, Zaslav in, in, in these sunglasses, and I love it. So both yesterday and today, I'm like, yeah, he's got a smile on his face. He's got the sunglasses on. I'm like, this guy, I, I, I have I have more confidence in this guy than anybody else that works on one <laughs> All right. Mr. Brad Coran, do you think the listening to the consumer news relating to Discovery, the stock and all? Streaming comment. And now Warner Max are starting to form a certain pattern. Yes, exactly. I, that's that's what I'm kind of looking at right now. I'm like, all right. It just seems like uh, things are kind of rolling along, but, you know, time will tell. Like I said, we can't start really freaking out about everything until until, you know, halfway through next year when they actually fully take over. And hopefully nothing fucks that up. That would suck if that happened. Also, your pick for Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat 2. Lewis Tan was suggested. has suggested Scott Atkins. Yeah, I like Scott Atkins. But he's a little up there. You know, he's a little up there. I think they'd probably want to go for somebody younger. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, who would be a good Johnny Cage? You know, somebody who's a little bit younger. Um, I know some people even suggested, I, even Brian Reynolds, um made the joke about it when somebody suggested him. I'm like, yeah, he'd be he would actually be a pretty good Johnny Cage. But, you know, he's a little up there, too. I don't know how old they want to they want to give Johnny Cage. But I guess he technically, if you look at Johnny Cage's story about being like a washed up actor, you want somebody at least maybe like uh, knocking on the uh, knocking on the door. Forty, maybe. I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't know who would. I'd have to think about that. Miz, who's the man? <laughs> Stephen Amel? Yeah, I can see Stephen Amell. it'd yeah, be interesting, but I don't know. I just look back at his Casey Jones and go, ugh. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, but but at, but at the same time, you kind of want you want you do want somebody that can actually do some of the fighting. So that's why Scott Atkins, yeah, would be a pretty good choice. Would be a good choice. Glenn Powell, as Scott right here is suggesting, be interesting. All right, we got Mr. Uh, Mr. Phil, Mr. Phil Barker right here. If WarnerMax Max makes a comeback, would it be to serve in the same role as it did before to create content specifically for HBO Max? Or will it be reworked into something else? Thoughts? I mean, I would I would I would think so. I would think so. I would think it would have to be specifically for streaming, especially listening to what Zaslav had to say yesterday in that article at the investors conference. I would say, yes, it would mainly have to do with that, that. But, you know, like I said, this guy is looking at everything. He's looking at every little thing, every little nook and cranny, meeting with a bunch of people every week and kind of just looking at everything. So I don't know. I don't. He might have some surprises to mind. This is why I think that Jason Kylar is going to keep his job, even though a lot of people in the industry looked at him like a villain with what he tried to implement. But at the same time, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Zaslav was like, hey, man, that was a pretty good idea. It's a pretty good idea. Uh, we're gonna change this back to Warner Max, and you're gonna still run the fucking thing. Uh, you never know. Who knows? Because I think I think it'll be strictly strictly for streaming, strictly for streaming. But then again, who knows? Maybe they'll they'll do something else with it too. I don't know if they're gonna get into more stuff, more media. Who knows? But uh, I think yeah, it would definitely be strictly for uh, the streaming aspect of it. Scat of Rivia. What do you think the return of Warnermax means for Toby's chances since its collapse gave him more control? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think it's like, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Toby. I'm telling you, that, that, that guy, he's on the way out. He's definitely on the way out. I think it means that he is definitely going to be, he's, he is updating his resume. He's going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I guess we'll see what happens. Eric, riddle me this, Dave. Zaslov seemingly bringing back Warner Max. Could you see the Warner Max leadership who'd been on board with Zach similarly, similarly coming back? Meaning, meanwhile, of course, Zaslav would be like, Toby, you're fired. Yeah, you fired. You fired. You fired. Uh, bring back. Yeah. What? What? Mr. Greenblatt or what's his name? Yeah. The guys who actually helped get the Snyder cut out. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet if some of those guys, some of those people came back. Is he still on there? I don't know. See, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, remember who exactly was on there and who helped get the Snyder cut out. John Murdoch Wayne. Warner Max's return tells me one thing. Toby is leaving and it may be sooner than anticipated. I think Zaslov is con- consolidating his power power already do not be surprised if we see certain leadership changes before the year is out yeah I guess we'll see guess we'll see'd be pretty cool guess what day it is guess what day it is oh, that funny camel funny camel Carrie uh, could you see a situation in which Hamada could get Demoted back to leading New Line. He did have success with their horror franchises like The Conjuring and the It films. It's when he was brought over to be president of DC Films is where he failed. Yeah, to really lead. Yeah, that could be the case because he did have success with New Line and really hasn't had too much success when it comes to DC Films. So That could be a possibility. Uh, Ryan, obviously Billy Zane needs to play Mr. Freeze because he's bald. Or maybe Billy Corgan. (laughs) Hey, I wouldn't put it past Billy Zane, but, you know, there's 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 better actors out there. Matt McGough, if you are justice, please not do not lie. What is the price of your blind eye? God, I cannot wait for that second trailer. Uh, Del Futuro. Do you think Warner is killing Ben Affleck's Batman in The Flash? I don't. I actually don't think that's going to be happening. Now, Ronak, what's up, Dave? Been a, been away for a while. I heard recently that Captain Freeze, Mr. Freeze, I think you're uh, you're, you're mixing Captain Cold and Freeze together, is in uh, the Matt Reeves uh, universe. Is this legit? What are the chances that Joker Two overlaps with Batman? That would be insane. Yeah, somehow they somehow they connected those two. That would be that would be insane. That would be definitely insane. But I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, But yes, I don't know how legit it is. Apparently, like I said, it's just coming from uh, rumors and scoops and all that stuff. So, yeah. Can you imagine Billy Corgan as uh, Mr. Freeze? I'm gonna get you, Batman! Fun fact, Smashing Pumpkins did have the main song on the Batman and Robin soundtrack. So that's something. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know uh patience that's all it is patience 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 Sal. all right guys there we go there's your uh, wednesday episode of film junkie live of course it is wednesday so no episode tomorrow but uh patrons you'll get you'll get like a little audio something hopefully i have something maybe i can rant about i'm gonna start doing that again i haven't done it in the last couple weeks so look forward to that and if you want to join the patreon of course it's right there do so it helps out the pirate ship michael i saw that you just joined So thank you, sir. Thank you for becoming a patron and thank you to the other patrons that are in there as well. You guys are awesome doing the extra support for the channel. It's what it's all about right there. It's what I love. And uh, yeah, so thank you for that, sir. And then, of course, yeah, make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe if you want to join, become a member of the channel. Do so you get the members uh, only vlogs and and streams right there. And then, of course, merchandise down below with a couple new shirts in there. And uh, I'll be working on some more shirts and stuff. So I'll definitely let you guys know when that's going to be the case. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. All right, guys, I'll see you uh, Friday for the vodka stream. All right. Talk to you later.